You're listening to Hey everyone, welcome back to First of All. This is episode 15 and I'm your host, Minji Chang. First of All is a podcast on life, love, career, and modern culture. I'm so excited to have you here with me. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for returning listeners. I'm I'm so glad to be sharing this little virtual living room with you. Um, I wanted to start off, first of all, by saying thank you so, so, so much to everybody who tuned in for episode 14, uh, my Me Too story. That was quite an experience. And then uh, the aftermath or like the responses I got was another experience. And it was just really incredible to get so much love and support and uh, other stories being shared. Again, every time I share the story, I hear like 10 back. Um, it's just really amazing. It's just been a very eye-opening experience. So thank you guys to everybody who message or and all the re- reviews oh my gosh you guys are so sweet I can't I can't um but I read that I read them I appreciate them so much I'm so full of gratitude so thank you um and with that we're going to jump into episode 15 which is talking about closure and how to how to get that and how to let go that's a big one I'm so so excited because I have one of my best friends here with me to talk about this topic that we talk about on the regular <laughs> and this this woman is just like I consider her one of my biggest honestly like spiritual guides she's like one of my best friends but somebody that I can always turn to when it comes to really deep meaningful um, topics in life she is an actress she is a life coach and a poet you're so many things. I like. I have like ten things I want to talk. But everybody, welcome Jenny Volet. Hi. Hi. Her beautiful, soothing voice. How are you? I'm. I'm doing really amazing. I'm living quite the magical life. Yeah, you are. We talk about magic all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are going to get to know our friendship pretty well because <laughs> we talk about, um, you know, just the journey that is life and everything that entails. And how we just manifest everything into our, our reality. Yep. How our thoughts impact our realities. Um, so just a disclaimer, this gets pretty, you know, for those who are not familiar with, you know, things like law of attraction or, or spirituality, you know, stuff that a lot of people can say are very like hippie and whatever. We're going all in. I'm we're, not holding back. We're going to go deep. You got a, a Pisces and a. And a cancer. A cancer. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about astrology. Both very, like come from religious backgrounds, like, you know, and it's just, um, it's, there's a lot. And we're very much like just thinking of higher powers and our purpose in life. And that's a very much part of who I am. It's definitely a huge, like what Jenny is. Very in tune with the universe. We gotta be. Yeah. To protect ourselves. For sure. And, um, we've had one hell of a year. I can say, I'm speaking on behalf of both of us. Yes. It's been pretty intense. There's been a lot going on. Yes. Um, so just wanted to take, you know, actually, even in light of the fact of my uh, last podcast, which was sharing my story with, I, 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 feel, I don't want to say it in public what I call him, but that ex. Um, it's been making me think a lot about closure and letting go because um, besides just that, we're always like 
there's a lot of chapters in our lives, right? Yeah. Okay, so Miss Jenny, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's dive right in. So wanted to take a second to see whatever you're comfortable sharing, of course, but like, is there something that you've been working on letting go of currently that you want to reflect on? Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there, myself included, always struggling with, did I really let go? Yeah. Am I doing it right? Right. Because it just reared its ugly head again. I don't know. But, you know. It's actually quite divine timing that you called me for this specific, you know, issue or topic. Are we surprised, though? No, we're not surprised (laughs) because we're always in alignment with the universe and ourselves and nature. Um, Because I just recently (laughs) realized that I have closure in this particular last relationship that I was in. Mm -hmm. Um. And it was, has been a long process. Mm-hmm. It's been one year. Girl, right? I can top you. I'm not trying to like outdo you, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and even the initial stage of letting go was really hard because I didn't want to let go of the relationship. I really love the person, mm-hmm. but something inside me was saying, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. But looking at the bigger picture now, over a year later, I understand why it had to happen. Why do you think it had to happen? Uh, I had to learn how to let go of control. I had to let go of expectations. Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to let go of all the insecurities that I had in the relationship. Right. And my ex-partner in love, Mm -hmm. uh, had to go through their own journey of learning how to let go of certain things. Right. You know, we have each have our own karmic lessons. Right. And if we continued on the relationship, we both would have suffered. There was a lot of love in the relationship. And, uh, I learned afterwards that my journey was to be more in alignment with the most high. Mm -hmm. And it's been an incredible magical journey. And which, which, and I love at this point, because this is what I appreciate about you. And this is, I mean, it's not to be preachy, but like, I feel like that's, if for me, that's like a goal. I want to be able at some point to be really at peace with it. Cause the journey along the way is yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, like, you know, this, cause I vent to you all yeah. the time that you go through so many different moments of just feeling wretched in a lot of ways because you just you're like you're not over it and you want to be or you feel like you should be but you haven't reached the realization yet so you can't be over it yeah so i'm like i'm just acknowledging because i think that it's so great that you're at peace because again we've been by each other's sides through certain parts of our you know what we share with one another but that journey is definitely not an easy one to then like to come to the conclusion of like yeah like i get it and i'm cool and it all makes sense yeah we both have reached those different points, right? But like, I think for anyone out there who's in the middle of that, like, you know, our the, condolence. Yeah. You <laughs> our love. are exactly where you need to be. Yeah. If you just ended a relationship of any kind, you are exactly where you need to be. And I would say that you, you have to be in that darkness. Face it. The darkness is where everything is born. Do you think so? Like, so yeah. you think it's darkness is where everything is born versus like in the light? No, the light, you get blinded it's- all the time. You are the light. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in the light. <laughs> I am the light. You know what happens when you get caught up in the light? Like the limelight, like the stars of 
La La Land. You get blinded. You don't see who you are. You get caught up in it.、Mm-hmm. But in the darkness is where you are born because you realize that you bring the light to other people. Don't get caught up in the light, man. Jenny has to warn me frequently because one of my, one of my, I think my moon's in Leo. Yeah, your <laughs> moon's you in Leo. You got a big ego. I got, I got, I got a big ego. <laughs> But it's all good. And so you were talking about、um, not knowing when we like are full. We fully had closure.、Mm-hmm. So looking back, I saw. Okay, there were moments where I said, "I'm totally let go. I'm totally done with this person." But then the anger and the resentment and the、mm-hmm. bitterness was still there.、Mm-hmm. And I realized recently, <laughs> based on the alignment with the universe,、mm-hmm. I found out some information. You know, I'm not going to disclose it because that's good. <laughs> I, I I still have a lot of love for this person, and I want to respect their privacy.、Uh, That when I found out this information, the way I reacted was kind of like it was nothing.、Mm, it didn't phase. Like、you. it didn't. You're like okay. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, you went back. Uh huh. Okay. And it didn't、That's, get you riled up. It didn't get you well, mad. Because I understood、sad. the karma. I was like, you have your life lessons that you need to deal with. I'm on my life right now. I just looked at myself and I'm like, you know what? My life is so amazing right now. I'm filled with so much love and abundance, and everyone's just <laughs> sharing their love with me in every which way—like platonic, romantic, just strangers、yeah. seeing, recognizing my worth and my light and yeah. my value. Yeah. Why should I continue to focus on someone who no longer exists in my life, who chooses to? Not talk to me.、Mm-hmm. I've already done my part. You know, I've already said I want to reconcile with you. We've been through so much. I have a lot of love for you. I want to move forward.、Mm-hmm. And if the other person is not willing to meet you halfway, it's all good. Another reason、um, why I was able to let go, you know, not reason, but like the process was. Getting to a point of just accepting, I may never see this person mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. and I just had a funeral in my head. Like I had a funeral like for you this. Visualized、person. a funeral. No, I didn't visualize、head. them dead. Oh, oh, yeah,、horrible. yeah, that's not. That's But not. like writing a eulogy. Okay, writing a eulogy for、Dude、the writing. Remember, I told you, and I had like a letter writing process. Yes. For not just you know, for me, like that's where like. You you feel me, and I know that you understand when I share these things with you because, like, I as a Cancer or whatever, as Minji, I'm just gonna put it holistically as Minji. I I treasure a lot of things, right? Like, I savor moments, I savor relationships. I really like even ones that are gone. You know, I、yeah. really.、Um, Appreciate them, and so that's part of me that I like. But on the double-edged sword side, like on the flip side, like I can't let go of shit. Like I have to. There's been so many relationships that, like, literally accumulated over time. Yeah. Where I would like rec- recognize over different instances, different things would come up where I'm like, damn, I'm still not over that. A hundred percent. Like I could be like ninety-eight percent, but I'm not fully there. And those reminders would come up. I'm like, why am I still bitter about this? Yep. Why does this still hurt me?、Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and over time, the older you get, that that shit accumulates like crazy. Well, as a Cancer,、mm-hmm. it's hard. You know, you love the home, you love relationships, you want to build a family. Very maternal. But yeah, very maternal. <laughs> but at the same time, as as open as you you specifically appear to be, you're also very guarded. Mm-hmm. With your heart, and a lot of cancers are like that. They they show that they'll let you in, but they don't.、Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But once you let they let you in, it's like, <gasps> let's get married. <laughs> and then when you break <laughs> a cancer's heart, uh-huh. it's like they're stuck. They, 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 they either close up, um, and they kind of like go back into their little hermit crab. See, yeah, that's the funny thing. Like, I, I guess because when you're, Crime when you're you, right, and you're still learning about others, uh-huh. sometimes you'll project your own stuff on others. You kind of like, right. a, a default assume, like, oh, the way I am, the way I'm, well, I can do it. Why can't you? Or like, oh, this is how I process, like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? They yeah. kind of like project on other people. So I guess I was still learning about the way other people would or would not deal with their own separation, right? If the relationship is over, I would deal with it my way, which would be like cry and wallow, cling on, and then like go through my process. And then somebody, especially with the, even like, and you can say this between like heterosexual, heteronormative couples, but like that, like the women cry first and then the guy goes and he's like, I'm free. I don't I'm even free. care. I'm going to go hook up with women. Yeah. And then women are like, no, but I still love you. And then, and then eventually over time, she's like, okay, I'm done with this. And as soon as she's done, she's done. Yep. And then, the, and that's when like all, the, the meme with the guy runs back. The guy back. comes back. Yeah. Like what? I because he realized what he's lost. Yeah. Because he had to face himself finally. You know, and that's like a very big generalized stereotype, but like, you know, that's the way. I've experienced some of like my relationships uh-huh. and I'm curious as to like what I contributed. Anyway, that's like a whole other conversation, but I'm still uh, point being, well, this is the moment now. What is your question? My, <laughs> well, my, my main thought right now is I feel like I'm finally genuinely learning to let go. Yeah. And that comes more with like, I guess the way I approached it was different, but now it's really about acceptance. Yeah. That whole thing you said about, okay, I may never see them again. Does that take away from what we had? No. No. It hurts a bit that like this person no longer chooses to want to speak to me. Does it hurt? Uh, not anymore. Not anymore. That's when you know that yeah. you've healed, you have closure. Yeah. And you just honor the relationship from where it was. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I already had that funeral. So if they choose not to talk to me, it's as if they're no longer here. Mm-hmm. They no longer exist. Mm-hmm. How you can talk to someone who who no longer exists? But if that person <laughs> were to like pop up, because so, I have my yeah. my last serious relationship, and like I I've really struggled to let go of that fine closure. That's been three years. I'm just being real. like Captain Obvious. People who know me like it's fine. <laughs> so when that person pops back up again, mm-hmm. that's when you actually get your graduation diploma. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Because in that moment, you will actually see yourself. Mm-hmm. How would you mean by that? As in, okay, they show up and you don't have any bitterness or resentment and all you have is love. You see them as a new person. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that. Like, when we heal and we fully let go and we're at the end, mm-hmm. like we feel it, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking of them no longer... um Disrupts our inner peace. Word. Right. That's when I know that I'm like, yes, I made it. See, but I've been in places, you know this, because you we probably have like, pockets. Right? We have pockets <laughs> where we're like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Wait, what? And then like, no. And it's something, you know, and, and it's a process. That's why, again, right. this is a process. Like, you can be fine and like, damn, this doesn't even shake me anymore. I don't care. And you're swishing your hair and everything. And then, well, you know, all of us, whether you have long hair to swish or not, you yeah. swish it. And then all of a sudden, you find out something or you hear their name or like some reminder, some dream. Oh, girl, hit, 
And then oh, you're like, why? Name, yes, their name, they've been in my dreams. So many The dream thing is crazy. So I, I just like, okay, all right, I see you. And every dream that I have with this person, it's manifested. Uh-huh. Like in real life? Yeah. It's okay. really weird. I mean, I'm not going to disclose it here. But. but I've had a lot of deja vu. Not necessarily yeah. where like, it's like different, I guess, <laughs> elements of a dream come up. I'm like, what the, what? That was... Not real, but it's real now. Deja vu, they say when you have it, it means you're just in alignment. Okay. Yeah. It happens a lot for me. You're, well, that's because you're opening up. Okay. I mean, I know where you're That's good. I'll I'll roll with that. But what I was going to say (laughs) is like when they show up and you have so much love for them, you know, you are fully over them Mm -hmm. and you have to remember that, you know, you you survived, you were alive and you were well before them mm-hmm. and you will be okay and amazing and even better yeah. after them. Yeah. You know, and this new person that I am, like I just said, new, I'm new, yeah. <laughs> I'm brand new. Yeah. <laughs> I still have elements of myself yeah, right, yeah, yeah. that this person may know, but I also have to recognize when we meet mm-hmm. Two it's brand in alignment. People. With a specific person. That's it's divine said. timing. I remember you said, like, so if, be, if, you've like, be all good. Right. Like, if yeah. you're okay, but that person's not okay, you'll, you won't meet. No, you it's can't just, meet you me. can't meet. Cause I'm like vibing too high, man. Like, <laughs> I'm over here I'm like, and you're over there. We're in two different planets. And when you ever want to cross that bridge, hello, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hello. We could, you know, we could kick it. We could, we could be friends. Build a friendship again. If yeah. If you wanna. Yeah. But if you don't, it's all good. I'm, I mean, that's the thing too. And then you and I, we're like, we've had different relationships and we have different, and I have different exes where I'm like totally cool with them. Actually, right. like most of them I'm like friends with. Like one of them, like, you know, two of them are married. One of them has a kid and mm-hmm. like I was madly in love with them at the time. And then I really broke one of them. I would like, I'm sorry, I'm putting this in the universe. I'm very like, it really hurts me how much I hurt that person. This was a long time ago, but like, I'm so happy for them yeah. that they have love and that they have this child. And like, I'm like, I see it. And it makes me like flow with love. And then there's things, honestly, like the relationship I talked about in the last episode where like, there's still stuff I got to work through. Right. And I don't know when that's good. And I'm, and I'm trying to be patient with myself too, in that regard yeah. where I'm not trying to rush that closure. Mm-hmm. That's also my thing is like my, one of my flaws is like my impatience. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want it to be done now. Like, right. why are, like, why is this a thing? This is infuriating. Who gives a shit? Like this happened and it hurt and right. whatever, like let it go. But you can't fake that. No, you can't. You yeah. have to face yourself. Yeah. One of the great ways to learn how to let go of someone Mm-hmm. Is to take your energy back mm-hmm. and not focus on them. Yeah. And put it back on you and really take the time to get to know who you are. Yeah. Moana. Like get to know. Moana. <laughs> get to know. Do you who know you are. who you are? And once you know that, you'll understand how you heal. Mm-hmm. And then you'll also understand, um, how you band-aid right. your wounds with toxic behaviors and Girl. using other people to fill in the void of your loneliness, which is not okay. If you do that, you're just going to get more pain. Mm-hmm. You're just causing, you're, you're sowing things that you're going to later on reap and, whew, so but real. if you sow love within people. yourself and self-care, mm-hmm. it's going to come back to you. I'm living proof. It's amazing. Like, it's like a self-medication thing though, right? Like it's, 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 it's a, it's a self, some people will, I've heard friends who like, you know, we've talked about 
and I'm, it's not a judgment. It's literally observation of like, cause I just try to understand people. Like I've never personally gravitated towards abuse, like substance abuse. Uh-huh. Like I've never had a lot of curiosity about trying drugs or like I cannot drink if my life depended oh, on it. Man. So like for me, that was not a thing. For me, it actually, I feel like what you said, it was relationships. It was other people. It was other distractions. It was work, honestly, like my obsessiveness with like being productive. Like I couldn't just sit with myself by myself right. and like But what happened deal. when you work too much? Oh, and then I got sick every got two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And I would like, I was just so stressed out, not sleeping well. I was becoming really irritable, like just not functioning. So, I mean, I, you know, like that's, that's my vice or like, that's the way I coped in the past where I'm like really trying to veer away from now. Yeah. And but be it better still was toxic because For you sure. were disregarding yourself. Right. Yeah. It was like a shield. I was like, okay, I'm going to just go work my ass off until like I can't walk straight anymore because at least I'm being productive. And, but then recognizing now in hindsight, it's like, no, I was just using a lot of that to avoid. I would go from like work to event, which to me is work, but it's work I love, but it's work and events and then engagements and then do a thing and a gig and an acting thing and another thing and another meeting. And while I loved the people I was around, it was definitely not creating space for me to address myself and I think that's what I was definitely running away from for like a good two years yeah I would say to myself and everyone like don't run away from who you are you're the most important person in your life yes so the letting go is also letting go of expectations letting go of control Mm -hmm. letting go of uh you know Oh, it was supposed to be this way, but it didn't turn out the way I yeah, wanted. Yeah. That expectation will hurt you and it will bury you. Yeah. But I, another thing that helped me to let go of this relationship was really going back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and seeing. Oh, family. Yeah, <laughs> and seeing, you know, what else I had to release. Right. Issues of abandonment. Mm-hmm. You know, not feeling worthy enough. Mm-hmm. And doing the work. I want you to, as your life coach self, right? <laughs> because I agree. And like, girl, like I just got back from a weekend in Seattle with my dad oh, and my little yeah. brother. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot there. Yeah. There's a lot there. <laughs> um, but uh, for what would you say when you describe that? When someone would be like, Jenny, what does that mean? Do the work. What does that mean? Sit with you? yourself. In meditation, if you don't meditate, write. If you don't want to write, ooh, <laughs> look yourself in the mirror and listen to yourself. Listen to the things that you say to yourself. I've been saying that songs are spells with melodies, mm-hmm. um, but also the words like that, that we say to ourselves our spells. Yeah. We're casting spells on ourselves all the time. Yeah. So if you listen to your inner monologue, your inner dialogue, you will, monologue. you will know how much you actually love yourself. Girl, that's what I realized. I forgot who prompted that. That was like maybe like three, four years ago. But when, you know, I was prompted, somebody told me like, stop and like, think about what you're saying to yourself in your own head yeah. when XYZ occurs. I'm a bastard. <laughs> like, I'm so <laughs> there you go. mean. 
just- I was, I was, I was. <laughs> I'm a lot nicer now, yeah. which is why I'm happier and I think healthier. Honestly, I ha- I barely get sick. Mm-hmm. 2015, y'all, I got sick literally every two weeks. I got sick 15 times in 13 months. It was really bad. Yeah. But like, and I think that sickness was a manifestation of like just bad toxic stuff. And that was ironically at the end of that last relationship. I just kind of went down yeah. a health downward spiral, but that was emotional. Because I was like feeling guilty. I was feeling shameful. I was feeling angry. I was feeling resentful. I was feeling like I just lost the most important thing in my life. How am I ever going to find something like that again? Yeah, all those things, right? And I think that, and then on top of that, I was blaming myself that I didn't do this right. Or you're so like this and you did this too much and you didn't do this enough. Like that was my inner dialogue. And honestly, that's how I've been for a large portion of my life. Yeah. At the end of the day. If we really pay attention to our thoughts, we're going to understand our reality. Mm-hmm. Like you and I both know our thoughts uh, manifest within our own body, mm-hmm. creating these emotions. And these emotions that we have vibrate at a certain frequency, causing us to attract certain types of people and situations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I learned from this relationship, really digging down within myself and then realizing that all these things were built up with my family Mm -hmm. and needing to let go of what happened to me as a child and really forgiving, you know, my family members and myself mostly. Forgiveness. And And having compassion. That's hard. Honestly, like, again, when I come down to it, I've been trained for a lot in, in a lot of different ways by a lot of different people and structures or whatever. I'm, I have a lot of anger and I've reflected on that in the last episode. I, I kind of like that in a lot of instances, that would be my default reaction. Uh-huh. Just being pissed off. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. Still have that tendency, but I really try to check myself because I've seen how bad that is and crazy enough. I'll, I'll share this, but like my dad's birthday was when we were in Seattle. It was my dad's birthday and my brother and I were hella cheesy. I love it. We, we ask him questions. We're like, well, what do you want to get in your next year? Yeah. What was your biggest learning lesson from the last year? And one of my, and I'm sharing this because I'm sure my dad will share this. I'm going to bring him on this podcast, <laughs> but his main thing, it was, it stunned me. His main thing was like, I wish I wasn't so angry. Yeah. Like, I wish I hadn't spent so much time being angry. I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. going to cry. I didn't, to hear it so plainly after all we've been through, you know, it's like, wow, my dad really, my dad's changing, you know, like a lot. You you want to go deep? I'm always down to go deep. You're ready to go deep mm. with your anchor. Well, I would say you got to look at who you are, right? You're Korean. <laughs> yeah. Um, trauma and, and there's a lot of war mm-hmm. and I'm Vietnamese mm-hmm. and there's a lot of war. Mm-hmm. I understand anger at a deeper level. Uh, also both of our fathers are military men. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's enough to don't, right? <laughs> and they fought. Yeah. So we have to like recognize the intergenerational trauma and those things get passed down right to us. Yeah. But the moment we recognize it is the most beautiful thing because then we can start the healing process. For sure. Awareness is the first step. Yeah. And again, you know, this is really general because everyone's really different. Yeah. How we heal is different. But I would go back to saying again, you got to look at how you deal with your anger, Mm -hmm. right? And then stop doing that. So if I could talk about myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um. 
I notice that when I get really angry, I see red. I my tongue is the sharpest thing on my body. Mm-hmm. I could cut anybody. Yeah, and <laughs> you, I don't want people around me when I'm that angry. So I would isolate myself. Mm-hmm. I won't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'll stay at home. I will um, take a shower. Mm-hmm. That works. Mm-hmm. And just do things that will make me happy. Yeah, to soothe yourself. To reset. Yeah. And just to, like, put the phone away. Yeah, for sure. Get off the internet. Don't Guilty. escape. Put that phone and away. And really sit with myself. Yeah. And if I don't want to sit with myself, I go to the gym. Yeah. I've and, gone for walks now. It, yeah. I'm trying to tell the old lady, but it works. You ought to transmute that anger into passion. To energy, yeah. And if you can take that anger and transmute it into a passion that makes money, great. Like, if you want to write, if you want to. Yeah. Um, the writing thing, though, just like I'm sharing, I've written a lot of letters, several that I've never have or never will send. Uh-huh. But it, I guess the letter thing is specifically in the format because you're writing to that person. Yeah. So, like, you know, the ones that I know I'm, like, super brutally honest about. And then the funny thing with me in writing, or and I don't know if this is everybody, but sometimes the things that come out in writing are things, like, I didn't even know I thought. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. one thought leads to another, and I'm like on a roll. And Your I'm like, subconscious is unraveling for real. Like moment. it really is. Because and I did this at New Year's for you know a, a few people. One you know it was just like you know I'm angry at this and like I I feel so bad about this and like just starting with that, like the I statements, yeah. like just to process what it is that I think and feel, it clarified so much. And I was like, damn, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, That's what it was. And then I started crying and like, whatever. And again, I know that everyone's private life is your private life. You don't have to like share that with anybody. And it's really just for you. That's why I wanted to talk about this because uh, another thing that's fine that work with, with those, <laughs> with those letters. Yeah. Um, and I know you and I both have a lot of fire in us. Mm hmm. I like fire mm-hmm. and I don't, re- I'm not recommending this to anybody. Okay. But in this moment with me and Minji, if you do it, it's on you. <laughs> I would take those and I would burn them. I did. And I would just enjoy looking at the fire. I like, I like just sending my that. energy in it and also releasing it. Yeah. That's a great way to release it. I think that I, I did that for one of the letters. Yeah. And it, it did help. Honestly, just for, for full disclosure, it didn't like fully close it, but it was a step for it's me step. in the right direction. That, that was a very important recognition of like why I felt the way I did and what I actually felt. That was like super eye opening. And then also part of that for me in the letting go process was for me taking responsibility. Yep. Taking responsibility because I think there's a part of me that blamed XYZ, not just on the other person, but like life, you know, like, well, it was because of this. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this person, this was what was happening politically at the time. And this is how the weather was that day. But it's like, yeah, maybe all those factors were present and they influenced. But at the end of the day, you did it or I did it. I said these things or I didn't do these things. And that was a big, big deal for me. Oh, yeah. Because that's, I think that's one of the main things I was running away from probably to like not sit with like, oh, I fucked up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you, you mentioned that because when you get, you know, when you get towards the end and have closure and fully healed is that you stop blaming the other person. Yeah. And you look at yourself and you see where you played a part in this 
yeah. reality this and this dance. pain that you feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you hold yourself accountable. And that's really important. I'd say that's really hard. number one thing. And that's that doesn't happen. Yeah. When we're in play, in pain in the beginning, we blame the other person a lot. There's so much resentment. But once you let go of the blame. Yeah. Blame oh, the other person. So I blame, blame my culture. I blame my upbringing. I blamed like everything. And honestly, I was in there, but it just, you know, it was like, <laughs> there's a lot of other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm like, I feel a lot lighter right now as a person. And honest, again, I said like the, the podcast thing is like being able to speak freely about certain things and be honest with myself and stop hiding mm-hmm. was a big deal for me, you know? And if other people can, uh, listen in, like that's dope. Cause I, ho- I wanted that process to be recorded and shared so that other people can find some connection point with that and be like, Oh yeah, like, that is a thing too. And maybe someone else's perspective can, can help. Yeah. My personal motivation from all, like just letting go in general mm-hmm. is a uh, thank you, Miss Lauren Hill. Yes. Uh, Music. how you get to win if you ate right with it? Yes. I love so that. So you gotta dig it, let go of all the stuff so mm-hmm. you can be lighter mm-hmm. and be more free and attract everything that you deserve. It is your d- divine right to be rich, wealthy, healthy, and Loved. have all the love. That's all we want in the world. That's all we want. We but just you want gotta, to like, live. You gotta know that for yourself first. <sighs> We're sending you love. This is the love thing. It's closure and, and letting go, but it's love. And I think it's, that's a big component to, to finding love. And I, and that's honestly the biggest, I think I've said this on multiple podcasts at this point, but just like finding love for yourself is a very, very challenging. Sometimes for certain people, it's like a way bigger, bigger undertaking than we, we realize. Like, oh, I haven't been loving myself to yeah. this point. And honestly, I'm just keeping it real. Like, the state of the world right now, right now we're in, like, late October, freaking 2017. It's been a crazy-ass year. I and there's did, a lot of turmoil. Yeah. And I think <sighs> it's prompting a lot of this reflection, which I think is good. But it's what we do with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand the state of the world. And I, excuse me, I understand why it's happening. But I'm not going to get political. <laughs> because I'm not going to take my spiritual beliefs and put it on that i think that's why i get it though i get it. i have though. my opinions and like yeah and a grand scheme of things i get it too but it's just it's it's a lot to take but i could say in general right in, to generalize it everything that has been pushed under the rug not being dealt with mm-hmm. is being brought out to the forefront word which is what's happening you know, and Mother Earth is just cleansing herself, like during, you know, the time of the dinosaurs. All that <laughs> stuff is just the alignment that we are in with the universe. You heard it here on first. And of we all. gotta just, we all just gotta deal with it. But the most beautiful thing, most beautiful thing is that despite all this chaos, all this external chaos. There's also a lot of love. Hell yeah. And the more that we work on our individual selves and hold ourselves accountable for our own lessons, mm-hmm. we are going to heal the world. Because we can't have world peace if we don't have inner peace. Yep. So if you, if you want to change the world, y'all, change yourself. Make that change. <laughs> Michael Jackson, scared. this man in the mirror, human yeah. in the mirror. I agree, hundred percent. 
And yeah. Oh, I love you. I love you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and insight. We have an IMO segment real quick. The In My Opinion segment uh, for our new listeners. This is where we get solicited advice uh, from our listeners where they check in to get some feedback on some some things that they're curious about. So um, this week's question comes from Tim Huey out in the Bay. What's up, Tim? Oh, hey. I know you. He knows. (laughs) Jenny knows him. Um, So his question is, how do you not invalidate someone's experience while expressing your own opinion? It's a very deep question. How do you not invalidate someone's experience when you express your own opinion? Hmm. I feel it's really important to first find common ground. Common ground. Okay. Yeah. And... Come from a place of understanding. Mm-hmm. Because we're all very different. We come from different backgrounds and different um, thought processes. Mm-hmm. So it's more so asking yourself, how do you communicate? Um, uh, and are you communicating from a place of love? And is your way of communicating merging with the other person? Right. Because I... I <laughs> There are people who I talk to who um, believe in God, mm-hmm. and I believe in God. Mm-hmm. But I before I didn't. Mm-hmm. But having the experience that I've never believed in God before, I'll be able to talk to people who've never believed in God. But also not saying like, "Oh, your way, like you being atheist, is not right." Yeah. So how can we find this common ground and understanding each other? And that's really general. Yeah. Because I but don't I, have a specific situation. Here. Yeah, but I feel like that's helpful. But that's really important. My thing is, in addition to what you said, the way that I attempt to not invalidate someone else's but also express is really stick to what I think and feel. That has literally been coached to me. I love you, Jane Chung Kim. She is one of my really dear friends, and she is a teacher. And she's taught preschool to high school, middle school, and like, she teaches children how to communicate, and a lot of that is training of I statements. Uh-huh. I think, I feel. I cannot, the, I used to do this a long time ago, but like, you did it, you are wrong, or you think like this, or you did that. It's like, no, I feel like when someone does this, mm-hmm. I feel attacked, or I feel that, you know, it's disrespectful. Cause people can't really argue with what you feel, they can yeah. disagree with what you feel. So there's the disagreement. That's that can be totally fine, which a lot of people don't like because that feels like friction. Oh, they don't like that because they don't want to feel alone. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Like, maybe it's also like you feel invalidated yourself. Mm. If you know, like, and keep going back uh-huh. to you need to know who you are. If you're sturdy at who you are, it, it, you won't feel alone if someone disagrees with you. You'd be like, okay. That's all good. (laughs) We could have our separate islands, but we could still have a bridge and meet each other halfway. Yeah. And coexist without like... coexist. I'm not trying to destroy your island. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. There are people who like, okay, like Trump supporters. We could talk about that, right? That's general. Yeah. That you probably know, but you could still find common ground Mm -hmm. and have your own different belief systems. Right. And still be peaceful with one another. It's all about respect, too. 
And I think that respect when it comes down to being actually communicated comes from literally the words that you choose to, to express say. your thoughts. So I think that whenever a statement starts with you or they, anything yeah. but yourself, it, you're opening yourself up to somebody becoming very defensive yeah. and very like guarded and very, they're just ready to rebut back at you. So, you know, again, it's just like, oh, you know, I, I have experienced this or like I, from my understanding, da 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 da. And like, I think that just makes it, I don't know, more like a, a less hostile environment. It's like a more open space yeah. between anyone, whether that's online or in person. Cause like, honestly, who talks in person anymore? Yeah. I, I check myself too. I make sure that I don't project my own belief systems onto other people mm-hmm. and project my energy. And I always try to make sure to come from a place of, of love. I don't always and, do that. I'm just being real. Like, and another good, great way to figure that out if to not invalidate someone else's experience is to just take it back to you again and, um, see how would you, you want to be spoken to. Right. Exactly. That is like the greatest way to be safe. For sure. For sure. And it'll always come out a lot kinder if you think of it that way. Also, the, the main thing I learned, honestly, less from my side is like what I learned from improv, <laughs> from improv comedy is the importance of listening. And I've recognized over a long period of time that I would like to be a better listener mm-hmm. because I'm a very opinionated person. Yeah. But I'm, I feel like a lot of conversations I was, was basically putting on not a show but like i would hear them but mainly with the intention of hearing them so that i could argue back it was from a full disclosure i was just like well i'm right you know what i'm saying i was very yeah. stubborn and very rooted in what i believed was like an ultimate in, like undeniable truth and what literally thank you upright citizens brigade but ucb taught me there's no there's nothing going on between you if you are just you and isolated and you think you got to do the yes and the yes and was like not invalidating someone else's thoughts their thoughts are their thoughts and you can say yes and then and then add to it add to it keep sharing your thoughts and in that be affected by what they're saying like listen to what they're saying do they have any truth in what they're saying do you like have compassion that's been again in terms of letting go of my former self and enclosure on the former minji um i think it all goes hand in hand of the self and then the other, where do those boundaries yeah. lie? And then where can you be compassionate? You have to be actively, if you're really trying not to invalidate somebody, that's a conscious thing. You got to be like, we need more of that. I commend you for asking yeah. that question, for yeah. having that attitude. So. A lot of people come from a place of ego and they want to be right. Mm-hmm. But my teacher, Robert Zimmerman from Beverly Hills Playhouse, San Francisco would always say, do you want to be right or do you want to win? Hmm. Damn right. And <laughs> if you want to win, you just kind of agree to disagree. And you both win because you're not continuing to fight with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, putting each other down. Because mm-hmm. both opinions are valid. Mm-hmm. You guys just don't. Don't agree. You're don't not having agree, to have the same opinions. Even if you don't agree, you could still find a deep understanding that could create a bond that could be very beautiful. And respect. Respect. Yeah. 
that's the, the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't care if you like love me, adore me, which is like honestly my younger self. Like, yeah. why don't you like me? Yeah. But now it's really like, can we just be civil? Can we respect each yeah. other? Can we not like try to t- tear each other and down? What I've noticed that people who want to be right all the time mm-hmm. are the lonely loneliest ones and have the biggest ego and a lot of them a lot of people who are like that don't know how to stand up for themselves Mm. because like i want to be right i want to be number one Mm -hmm. i know everything Mm -hmm. Uh, no you don't (laughs) you don't know me (laughs) yeah but you can if you just stop trying to tell people what to do and have it your way you can't have it your way (laughs) yeah you know all the time well, Tim, I hope that that helps answer your question. I learned a lot right now. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Jenny, for being our featured guest this week. Oh, thank you for having me. Where can people, do you want to share your social media where people can oh, find out more about you? Yeah. Um, and your life coaching, which is life changing. My, my life coaching is just beginning. I've decided to continue embarking on that. Uh, yeah, so... Instagram and Twitter are both J, the number eight, N-N-I-I. J, number eight, N-N-I-I. I love it. It's your infinity sign. Yeah. <laughs> I am the I know you. I get the friend benefit because <laughs> she life coaches me all day, every day. I can just text her and be like, Jenny, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you can hit me up. Um I love your Instagram stories. They're always inspiring. I, I do Instagram stories more than I post because it's a story. Likes don't mean much. Followers don't mean much either. Connection. The only ones I just thought recently, the only followers I care about are the ones who follow their heart and follow God. Mm. Because those are the ones who are always in alignment. Word. I love it. I love because you know what our theme song is Aquafina. Shout out to Aquafina, ah. Yellow Ranger. I love this song. We're back to that. She's I got awesome. um, and uh, thank you to her for letting us use her song for the intro and outro. I want to say thank you to Marvin Yue, my producer. He's one of my dear friends and just such like if y'all want to get podcast life going, talk to Marvin. Like I really just respect him so much as, as the craft of audio. Like it's amazing. So shout out to Marvin. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, it's at first of all pod. If you want to follow my personal, it's at Minjeezy. And uh, if you want to support this podcast as a Patreon patron, please go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast. I appreciate all the support. Could not do this without you guys. I really love the community that's building out of this. If you liked this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and a rating. It really just means the world to me and it just helps you know more people discover this and uh yeah want to keep the questions coming oh you can also email me at first of all pod at gmail.com if you have an imo segment question if you have anything you want me to answer address i would love to hear from you so please holler thank you to everyone who sent me emails and messages it was incredible i have so much appreciation go be a light have fun enjoy halloween weekend and be safe okay Alright, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. I got this all up on my LinkedIn. Proficient in spitting, turning red when I'm drinking. Emancipating pussy like I was Abe Lincoln. Squirting out that Kool Aid till I'm just sinking. Sinking.